Welcome to the podcast Appetite for Life with me, Karen Kelly, keeping the spiel real as we discuss today's habitual lifestyle with various topics, the occasional guest, women in business and fun, interesting chat. Whether you're a stay-at-home parent, work from home, have a sleepy commute to the office or flying high around the globe, there's something for everyone and anything goes, but keep it clean, it's just everyday life and how we fill it, so tune in and pump up the volume. It's good to talk with an appetite for life. So I'm joined again by Lisa Collis um, from Answer as we're talking all about recycling. So hello again, Lisa. Hello, Karen. So today we're going to be talking about composting. Okay, so at the end of the last episode, which was life with less food waste, we kind of brushed over composting. And I think we were talking about BioWise, am I right? That's right, yes. That's the new building in Crew that processes garden waste and food waste together, Karen. And then it goes, the composting then goes off to farming and agriculture, as opposed to garden where you can do your own composting at home. And that's the stuff you can put in your garden. Right. Well, that's brilliant because that leads us beautifully onto the benefits of composting from home. Right. I think a lot of people get put off composting. And I did before I got my job thinking it was really complicated and messy and smelly. And this is what put people off. Um, yeah. But basically composting is a lot easier than you think. It's very inexpensive. It's a natural process that transforms your kitchen and garden waste into a valuable and nutrient rich uh, food for your garden. So you'll have the best flowers and plants and shrubs in the whole of your area. It's Definitely worth easy. doing then. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And it's easy to make and use. Now you can either have a heap in your garden where you just put all your things on it, which we'll talk about in a minute, or you can get what's called a Dalek or like a composting bin that keeps everything nice and contained. You just put everything in the top and then as it gradually rots down, you have a little patch at the bottom that you can pull out your beautiful compost when it's finished. Just talk us through a Dalek. What is a Dalek? The only reason they call it a Dalek is because it's shaped a bit like a Dalek. And some people may have seen these. They're like they're similar to black bins, right. but they're a bit tapered at the top. Um, so they've oh. got a lid where you can put all your vegetation in and your food waste, etc. Put the lid back on it, and then at the bottom you can shovel out. There's like a little pull-up patch and all your soil comes out of there out the bottom so it keeps everything really neat um they're roughly about 30 pounds at the moment cheshire east have a special offer on there's my blog of um (laughs) (laughs) you get discounted because normally they are quite expensive but you can pick them up for about 25 pounds um so they're quite cheap and once you've got one you've got it for life then yeah, brilliant. Okay, then. So if we all wanted to start uh, making our own compost, what order do we kind of lay it in? Is there, no, is there an order? There is. Yeah, there's a good structure to it. Um, and it's a bit of a skill, really. So find the right site. So if you've got a garden, even if you haven't got a garden, you can still do compost and you can either go to an allotment or use a shared space through the council or something like that. Um, so even if you've got a yard, you can get one of these containers and, and use that. So site your compost bin in a reasonably sunny site um, right. and on bare soil so, so there's nothing around it. So if you've got a lot of tarmac, put a layer of newspaper and twigs and existing compost underneath the bin so that animals can move in and out um, and 
you know break it down properly then you add the right ingredients which we're going to talk about in a minute browns and greens and layering uh, which is a lot easier than it sounds um, fill your bin up and then you wait a while it takes between nine and 12 months for your compost to become ready for use um, uh, so, so it's a slow process wait. then isn't it slow process mm. yeah and just let nature let nature do the work for you all you do is just put it in and just let it rot down and then you've got this beautiful compost at the end that isn't doesn't look like the compost you get in garden sense you know the black rich yeah. soil the, yeah. this is even better it has bits like your eggshells will still be in it and your sticks just take out the big bits and your plants will thrive on it wow so okay then you were talking about browns and greens now i've got my own vision of what they would be but exactly what are they then so and what layer are we going to have to put these in to get the best compost Okay, so the key to good compost lies in getting the mix right, Karen. Yeah, so I imagine. You need to keep your browns and greens properly balanced. I'm going to explain what browns and greens are in a minute. If your compost gets too wet, it starts going smelly, you add more browns. If it's too dry and it's not rotting, add some greens. So you just adjust it. And, and then you need air, which is essential to the composting process. And by mixing all this up, when it's in your bin, as you fill it, it'll create air pockets and keep your compost healthy. So greens, example of greens, tea bags, grass cuttings, vegetable peelings, fruit scraps, old flowers and nettles, coffee grounds, believe oh. it or not. That, well, that would green. make it smell beautiful, wouldn't it? Probably because coffee is was a living thing. So yeah. anything that was living, like natural cotton, natural wool, all goes in there. Hair off your head can go in there. Um, rhubarb leaves and young annual weeds, they're greens. Browns, crushed eggshells, egg and cereal boxes, corrugated cardboard and paper. Scrunch up the paper so you've got lots of oxygen pockets. The worms will look. Toilet, garden prunings, sorry, toilet roll tubes, not toilet. I was going to say. Um, <laughs> bedding from vegetarian pets. So we don't want any cat or dog um, stuff in there. That'll make yeah. it go horrible. But you're okay with rabbits and hamsters and, you know, meat and herb, herbivores. You mean their waste? Yes, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, browns again include feathers, woody clippings, cotton threads, tissues and paper towels. So basically if you keep rotating and layering those two groups of items you'll get a wonderful compost. Things to keep out of your compost, cooked vegetables and meat, so anything right. like that. Even though it's a bit confusing because we can, this is where Biowise is a little bit different. We can put the compost with the food waste into farming, but yeah. not gardens. Diseased plants, dairy products, dog and cat litter, babies' nappies. So all of these will um, attract unwanted pests. Yeah, and they'll imagine. make it smelly, they'll make it rot, it'll just be horrible. So keep those out of it and just keep putting in the good things. It does sound like there's an art to this. 
doesn't it? If you're doing it for the first time, you've really got to concentrate on what you're doing. And obviously you have instructions in front of you, so you know what you're doing. <laughs> we do have leaflets that if you want very simple leaflets that just for beginners and how to set up compost. So I can provide that. I think it's one of those things, isn't it? That the sound of it is worse than the doing. And once you get into a kind of rhythm and a routine with it, it becomes second nature. And uh, exactly. you're going to get this amazing compost at the end of it. I mean, it's going to save you a hell of a lot of money if you are one that likes the garden and planting and things. So, um, okay then. So insects and beasties then, I'm sure they play a part <laughs> in it. But explain how that all works then, the function of insects with compost. Okay, there's quite a lot of insects getting your compost and they all do their unique little things to break it down quicker and make it fresh. I'm just going to mention, because of time, I'm going to mention three, three really important ones. The first one is the humble earthworm. Um, the worm is absolutely amazing. If you ever watch a documentary on it, you just think the little unassuming little wiggly things. Yeah. But what worms actually do they have in their body what's called a gizzard, which birds have. So when they take in little stone and grit, they crunch it up. The gizzard breaks it up into little tiny pieces, which travels through their body. And then it comes out the other end. And that is compost. So the funny little wow. wiggly brown things you see in grass. It sounds horrible. It's worm poo. <laughs> but it's very, very good. Uh, bacteria it's really good for the compost it breaks it down a lot quicker um, also worms provide oxygen they breathe through their skin so they don't have mouths or noses or eyes but what they do they so they constantly move their way through the soil with little bristles and they create these channels that go hard so other creatures can move along these channnels ah, and oxygenate the soil that little tunnel so sort of thing yeah, yeah, so that's the worm. Um, wood lice. Wood lice are called wood lice for a reason. They love wood. So they'll eat rotten wood, they'll break it down a lot quicker. So when you've got your twigs in there, they'll absolutely love that. Spiders are great because they get rid of the naughty bugs that shouldn't be in there. Um, then you've got beetles, you've got mites, and then you've got the very small ones. You've got bacteria, you've got your amoebas. And they're the actual little ones that break everything down in the late stages. So it is, it's fascinating. It's You've a got science, a whole isn't it? System. Yeah. yeah, it's a science. It's really interesting, actually. I mean, it's something that I would think would be quite interesting to do from home, you know, and they get the kids involved, you know, because they'd love it, wouldn't they? Oh, and yeah. keep checking on it. And, and then it probably would, you know, excel and they'd be interested in growing plants as well you know and flowers and things because they've made the compost wow so what's got a benefit from this compost then what's the best kind of uh, plant or flower that's going to benefit from, from the compost okay so compost uh, the first one i'd say around your trees um compost is great for your trees so if you spread a five to ten centimeter layer around the base of the trunk that will provide them with really important nutrients, which will make them thrive. They'll be a lot greener, they'll be a lot bigger and a lot lusher. Um, replenish pots. So if you do hanging baskets or plant pots, you know, outside your house. Yeah. Uh, plants and shrubs, especially lilies and roses, absolutely love natural compost. 
there's no clay in it, so you've controlled it, so it's good, rich nutrients all feeding. Um, patio containers, they'll get lots of nutrients and minerals, the plants will, when you plant them in there, and they'll last a lot longer. Um, it always worries me when you have planted uh, pot, pot plants, because I always think, where did the roots go, and won't they get yeah. found? And, but with proper compost, they'll last so much longer, and it's just brilliant. It really is. Good. So this might sound like a deaf question because I'm not very green fingered. I, I seem to manage to, mm. to kill everything I buy. But do you need to water them as often with home compost? Yes, you still have to water them the same. They just yeah. get extra nutrients from the homemade compost. Um, yeah. Another way is scatter it on your grass. If you've got bare patches of grass, put your compost on those bits and, and the grass will come up. Quicker. That's brilliant, yeah. Especially now with this weather, we've all got brown patches in the garden, haven't we? Is there anything else that we can add to that then, Lisa, about composting? Um, just one more thing, healthier herbs and vegetables. I don't know whether anybody likes planting their own herbs and vegetables. I know I've got my own herb garden. Um, compost is excellent for growing chives, parsley and mint. So they oh. especially from it, just crumble it around the base of the plants. The healthier, happier herbs. And you get a lot more leaves from them as well. And it's also really good for planting potatoes and carrots. Yeah. Which are a standard thing that people like to grow. So, so yeah. going, going back to um, the creation then, where we go back to the, the start of our um, uh, of growing our own compost and such, or creating our own compost. Do you have to water the compost? No, it has its natural um, nutrients in it. So your greens will give the moisture. Yeah. The browns will soak up the moisture. So if you put in them in pretty much in rough layers, in layers, they'll counteract each other yeah. and create the beautiful compost. So as I say, if it does start going a bit wet and damp and horrible, just add a lot of brown, add some cardboard or eggshells and that to will absorb, yeah. Well, I find it completely fascinating. As usual, as usual, it's great to talk to you, Lisa, all about the recycling. Um, I've learned so much over these last three episodes. Um, so once more, before we go, any questions from any of our listeners, how do they get in touch with you? Um, so either on our Twitter and Facebook pages, join um, the, if you look up Ants for Environmental Services, you'll find us on there. Also, if you want to email directly um, email answer environmental services our answer communications department and we'll be able to answer any queries you may have so Brilliant. and if you want leaflets sending out we can do that for you as well oh lovely thanks again for talking to us and uh, i hope you get back to work soon after all this lockdown thank you karen take care you've been listening to an appetite for life with me karen kelly sponsored by dane bank dental practice where happiness starts with a smile if you have anything you wish to bring to my attention or discuss on this podcast then please get in touch you can email me karen linda kelly at btinternet.com it's good to talk with an appetite for life